was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey there, Kyle. Lil, <laughs> how are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. I'm hanging in there. Good. So I'm going to make a statement that's going to be obvious. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it's going to hit home for all of us. Not okay. just for you, but for all okay. of us. And that is that we are all getting older. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> we, we, we're, we're, we're getting there. Whether we want to, whether we like it or right. not, it's happening. It's happening to all of us. We are all aging. The idea is to age actively. Right. And that's what we like to talk about here on the show. But just because we're getting older doesn't mean that we have to buy into myths about aging that are not true. Okay, what are those? So today, I'm going to share a couple <laughs> oh, of them. Good. There's plenty of myths out there that are not true about uh, about aging, but uh, I found a few on thehealthy.com that I want to share okay. and see if any of these are things that you've heard or resonate with you okay. or things that you need to put to rest, right? Okay. Number one, you ready? Mm-hmm. I haven't exercised in my whole life. It's too late to start. I've heard that. You've but heard that before. I'm not doing that, but I've heard it. I know you're not doing that, and that's good. But yeah, I, I think we've heard a lot yeah. of people say, or I'm too old, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, is that you're never too old to start. No. You're never too old to start. There is no expiration date on our body's ability to benefit from physical activity. Right. Uh, that's just a fact. Studies show that individuals who adopt an active lifestyle at any age, I want to emphasize at any, any age, age, can demonstrate improvement in their strength, endurance, balance, and cognitive performance. It is never too late. And Lil, we see this all the time we in do. the Huntsman World Senior Games. All yes. the time. We have people that are coming in that are winning gold medals frankly, that are setting world records right? that didn't start their sport until their 50s or 60s and in a couple of cases, even in their 70s. 70s. They didn't even start their sport I until know. their 70s and they're setting world records. <laughs> so it is never too late. Right. There's always time. And there's lots of people that aren't setting world records, but they're really enjoying their life right? and having a great time. And they didn't start working out their personal until goals. later on. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So it is never too late. Agreed. Myth number one, we're going to put that one to bed. Yep. Myth number two, walking is enough. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I know we've done shows on walking. Yes. And I don't want to undermine or yes. downplay the importance of doing something. Something is always better than nothing. Right. Walking is a great exercise. But there does come a time when maybe your body needs a little bit more. So here's the thing. We get the most benefit from exercise when we push our bodies into overload, meaning uh, we push the strength, the flexibility, and the cardio conditioning that forces our body to adapt to more stressful requirements. Now, like I said, there's research that walking is good for us, and I don't yes. want to downplay that. Walking is good for us. But walking alone doesn't all the time, especially a slow walk. Right. And it's important to emphasize that. Yes. But a slow walk doesn't alone by itself create true cardiovascular improvement. Oh. So so the solution is, if, if you're walking, don't stop walking for right. goodness sakes. Keep walking. Right. I'm not saying to stop walking. Uh, but you should try intervals. You know oh, what intervals are, Yes, right? yes. So if you're walking along and things are going great, just like say, I'm going to walk to that telephone pole as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. And then you just pick up the speed and you walk as fast as you can. And once you hit that pole, you go back to your regular pace. Mm-hmm. You find another telephone pole and walk as fast as you can to that one. And do those intervals up, right. down, up, down. There's a lot of benefits that come with interval training. If you can jog to that pole, that's great. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that right. as well. 
but uh, getting into your walks and uh, putting some interval training into it might just push you over the edge to get those real benefits. And and let me also just emphasize, you know, a brisk walk is great too. You right. know, if, if your heart is beating and you're breathing heavy, if, if you're having a hard time carrying on a conversation when you're walking, right. you're doing great. Keep right. doing that. But if you're just walking along and, <laughs> you know, your heart's not beating, you're uh-huh. not breathing heavy. And you feel like, man, I'm getting out there, getting my exercise. You're probably not doing as much good as you could do right. for yourself. Yeah. So again, I'm not saying don't walk. That's right. a great thing. But interval training is is maybe even a little. bit I think better that's for great. You. Number three. See if you've ever heard this one. Okay. Lifting weights is bad for my joints. No, I've never heard, heard that. that. One. Okay. I, I don't know. If, I don't know that I've heard that one either. But the fact of the matter is, is that you don't have to just stick to really light two pound weights when you're in your 50s, 60s or 70s. You need to know your body. Yes. And proper form is important because, yes. you know, you can't hurt yourself if you're not doing it the right way. But weightlifting can be a very daunting form of exercise as well for some people. Um, <laughs> but it is good for you. It is good for you. <laughs> you raise your hand. On yes, that I one, did. Huh? <laughs> Lifting with good form and appropriate weights has been proven to be safe and effective for strength development for people of all ages. Oh, very nice. So, in addition, weightlifting is critical for long term bone health and general strength, and that can be a good indicator of long-term independence. And don't we all want to be independent? Yes. Even, even, and maybe even especially as we age. Yes. So uh, resistance training is good. This is the last one. I'm just going to be brief on this one. Uh, Myth number four, you can't fix poor balance. Hmm. Have you ever heard that one? I haven't. Yeah. And it's not true. You can. Balance is just like any other form of fitness. The more you work at it, the better it gets. It's just a fact. Being steady on your feet will help you avoid falls and stay healthy. It's just, uh, it's, it's also another solid predictor of lifelong independence. Mm-hmm. And again, we all want that independence. Yes, we do. And uh, it shouldn't be ignored in any fitness regime. So work Very on nice. your balance. Okay. So, Lil. Yes. Today's guest is a repeat offender. I know. (laughs) We have had Rachel Prairie with us before. She designs programs for Anytime Fitness trainers to execute with their clients and members all over the world. She's a certified functional aging specialist as well as a pain-free performance specialist. I like that. Yes. She's a master kettlebell coach and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, We're just glad to have you with us again Rachel, thanks for joining with us. Yes. Absolutely. I'm glad to be back <laughs> and here seeing your face at six feet apart. Yes. <laughs> sure, sure. The last time you were with us, you were in your home state of uh, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Yep. In Minnesota. And, uh, we had you by Zoom and you're actually in town today. Yes. And we're yeah. glad that you could join us. So thank you. So you've Absolutely. Got, you've got all this experience in health and wellness, all these certifications. Any of those myths things that you've heard before that just need to be like eliminated uh oh yes (laughs) yes especially with the active aging population there's a lot of things that go into where their mindset is at and um uh, most of us have had years and years unfortunately of industry conditioning saying you can't do that you're too old you know like that's beyond your reach and it's just it's not true you can always get better and even if the industry and the community and the society isn't telling us that sometimes you know you get that little twinge in your knee or whatever and all of a sudden we just decide for ourselves it's over right it's over (laughs) and the the fact of the matter is is that even when we were in junior high sometimes our knee hurt right Mm -hmm. sometimes our knee hurt and so we just got to recognize again listen to your body of course you know you don't want to do things that are going to hurt you 
but we're capable of a lot, especially as we age. And I think we need to remember and tell ourselves that. Right? Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. It starts with that thought process, right? That I can, like, what can I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead Absolutely. of what can I do? Right. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, a topic that's timely in, in the face of COVID-19. Um, you know, we're looking around and, and of course these numbers are going up and down and different states are at different levels and different communities are doing different things. But we're trying to get to that point where we can say that life is not normal, but we're getting back to some of the normal things that we used to do. Today, we want to talk just a little bit about how we can return to the gym safely. So let's let's jump into that. I know there's a lot of things that uh, we ought to at least be aware of. And not just be like, okay, today's the day, and then it's it's all back to the way where you were, you know, four months ago, pre pre COVID. So, what do we need to know when we go back to the gym for the first time? Yeah, so there, just like everywhere else, there's going to be a new normal, and so yeah. you'll have to be ready for that. And I would say before you even step foot back into a fitness facility it'd be best if you can to get in touch with them and say, just see where they're at. Like yeah. what what um, steps are they taking? Um, are masks required or not? Um, what to expect? Just so when you walk in, it's 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 already can be a little scary and intimidating, you know, non-COVID times to walk right. into a gym. Sure. And now there's this whole other set of protocol that people might be nervous about or don't want to offend anyone. And so they just said, you know what, I'm just not going but if you kick off that conversation with that facility, um, just like what can I expect? And a lot of a lot of places too even have it right on their website. Here's yeah. here's what to expect. Here's here's what we ask of you. Um, uh, but we're ready. We're ready for you. Most fitness places are, um, and uh, it's it's different for them too. Everyone's Absolutely. adjusting. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's important to remember. You know, from. Uh, a patient standpoint and as you're interacting with people and comfort levels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I love that advice. Call the gym first, get some overall guidelines, things mm-hmm. that they've put into place. Make sure that you feel comfortable about right. it, right? right. Yeah. And then try to follow those guidelines that are, mm-hmm. in most cases, they're they're in place there from you know a, a local health um, expert uh, anyway. So you want to follow those guidelines. And then just, you know, again, that that whole idea of being patient with one another Mm -hmm. as we get out there. Um, Obviously, you're touching a lot of stuff. I'm assuming hand sanitation has to be a big piece of what you're thinking about as you go back to the gym. Yeah, we so um, at any time kind of our our outline is uh, wipe equipment off before and after. Um, Know that in general, a lot of gyms slower times are between 10 and 2. So if you want a little more less, uh, you know, activity, less people around, um, keeping six feet apart is still really important. Most places have, you know, boxes and spaces uh, marked off. And um, also be thoughtful about the kind of workout. So maybe before you did circuits and you were bouncing from equipment, equipment, space to space. Now maybe think <laughs> I'm going to do this whole thing with a set of dumbbells. One set, I only I'm touch only this thing. I'm only in this space, and then I leave, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I leave, and think even about time too. In and out, in uh, thirty minutes, an hour, um, and a lot of places have kind of retrofitted uh, an outdoor space too, which would be oh, great, okay. not just for COVID, but also kind of for for body mind spirit Absolutely. too. Getting outside <laughs> yeah. and getting some of that vitamin D. All those things are great things, great suggestions. Yeah. So. 
we've covered a little bit of the COVID aspect of things and, and you know, that, that important element of trying to stay safe and keep, keep everybody else safe at the same right. time. Um, a lot of us have unfortunately taken like four months off from what we're used to doing, right? Oh, yes. How do you how do you jump back into a gym thinking, oh, you know, this is what I was doing before? I can just start where I left off. Is what do we need to know about that aspect of things going back to the gym? Yeah, so you you're gonna have to reel it reel it back. So <laughs> reel it in, reel it in people, <laughs> and really think. And also, if you you know, kind of check, have a little ego check too, that you might be to your body outside of. 30 days, it might feel like, especially, now maybe not so much strength, but especially cardiovascular wise, that you are starting over or have to rebuild. Um, so I would start there, just self inventory. How do I feel? Start slow, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, work your way up. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be, for a lot of people, it'll be like rebuilding. Mm. Um, and we're seeing an influx of brand new people who hadn't been active before yeah. that suddenly now health is on their radar. Absolutely. So it's a strange thing because everyone's in the same boat, right? You're like yeah. the same starting place, which is really unusual in our in our space that we're all kind of starting from scratch and right. we're just moving forward. <laughs> right, right. And, and uh, yeah, that, that's so important. I know, you know, I, I've tried to be active most of my life and I've tried to lift weights and, and do things. I try to do some cardio as well. I probably lean more towards weights than cardio, but, um, man, the first time I went back, I was so, <laughs> I uh, frustrated, disappointed. I mean, all, all those things like my bench had just disappeared, you yes. know? And then I started realizing, well, of course you haven't benched for three and a half months. Like you literally haven't benched for three and a half months. How can you possibly expect anything else? So I'm not back. I'm still working. <laughs> I'm still working up to it, but it was humbling, you know, it was yeah. humbling and also very frustrating. I was talking with a friend about that phenomenon of wouldn't it be nice if it was like a one day for one day. So, you know, if you, if you worked out for one day, um, then you got to keep that for the equivalent number of days that you didn't work out. Because I'll tell you what, it takes like weeks and months and years to build up to a level and it only takes a few days to oh, lose it yeah. all, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I think two people might underestimate not just inactivity, but the amount of stress that happened immediately all at once yeah. to everyone. Yeah, we all mm -hmm. felt it. Um, sleep was probably messed up. Food was probably crazy. Hydration. Yeah. I even think like my friends that are um, that work in our stay at home moms and like all of it uh, just like snap of the finger happened overnight. And so it might even feel even more hard than it did because we're coming out of this really, really stressful time. And yeah. so maybe you might not have felt it mentally, but your body definitely was like, what is going on? <laughs> For I sure. thought that was just me. I didn't oh, realize. Oh. I was like, oh. It is all, it is all of us for sure. Yeah. So, so call ahead, get some advice on protocols that are mm -hmm. in place. Follow those protocols. Be patient with your fellow gym mates. And then just remember that you've taken some time off and you're going to need to start at a different place. But you can work right back up to it. It just takes time and patience and effort, but you can Okay, right so how long it. does it take? <laughs> now that's the question I want to know. When, I when am I going to be know. back to my, to my one rep max for my yeah. bench? How is that going to win? <laughs> it will. It's different for everyone. You know, I um, I took a solid month off myself working out at home. I just didn't feel just didn't feel good. Like I went on walks, I went outside. That is what felt good. That yeah. is what brought me energy. 
And so I actually, um, I hadn't really picked up a heavy weight until I got here in Utah. I actually um, hired a trainer down the street, amazing facility. And um, I couldn't walk for four days. Yeah, so felt it, huh? I felt like, oh, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I'm pretty fit. And I was I was feeling it. And so I would say um, it's probably going to be a month until my body's like, OK, <laughs> Lil's rolling her eyes. <laughs> a month. A month. Two weeks, two weeks to a month. OK. <laughs> I'm in my first week of back on the bike. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm feeling it 30 minutes going. Yeah. This. I'm too old for this. No, All those no. that's a myth. That's it's a, a myth. myth. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great question, and I think one we've all struggled with. You I know, know. As, uh, whether it's COVID or another time right. when we take a break, we all right. just want to jump right back into a, you know our high school shape. And <laughs> right. For most of us, that's not going to be the case. So. Yeah, probably so, not. <laughs> so, like I said, you know, every state's in different places, and uh, there are some gyms that have opened up, and that's great. And unfortunately, now maybe they're being analyzed for reclosing in yes. some states. Some states have haven't taken that step yet uh, and people are still trying to you know take care of their health and wellness at home Let, let's take a couple of minutes and focus in on that if you're unable to go back to the gym and and you're used to that mm-hmm. there are certainly things that we can do at home what are, what are some tips that you have for working out at home I think it starts with um, your setup and with that um, if you were an avid gym goer and you're gonna be at home like you got to be all in you got to accept it no, it's not going to be the same, but there might be some other some other things that you uncover and discover that you really like working out from home. I had a friend that um, she had never worked out in her bare feet before and found in, in a strange way that. that she preferred it and she yeah. loved it and she felt more glute activated. She just felt it. She just liked it better. So creating um, your setup, create a space where you have room that's kind of a sacred space where that's where you do your activity uh, thinking about equipment um, for a long time there, everyone was out of equipment. Kettlebells, yeah. dumbbells, jump, everything was gone. Yeah. It was crazy. Yes. It was absolutely yes. crazy. Things are coming back in stock now. So maybe find some equipment. Um, even retail places are open. You could actually maybe go to a store and buy equipment. Um, and then really setting up a schedule and sticking to it. And um, in general, we tend to over over plan. So then like I'll say, OK, I'm going to be active six days a week. But I'm going to be happy. Like, I'm going to plan for six, but I'll be happy with three. Yeah, yeah. be <laughs> because, realistic, right? Yeah, I'll be realistic. So say, all right, at this time, I'm blocking off my calendar. Every day at noon, I'm going to walk the dog. And every day at four, I'm going to do 30 minutes of weights and really, really stick stick to that. And some people, um, at any time, we are running daily virtual training on our Facebook page. And so it's worthwhile to find some discovery on connecting with a virtual program or a virtual coach because there are some man our industry pivoted on a dime overnight and started just pumping out really great content and really good workouts that people can um can use and modify and if you don't like it, great. Go try something else. Absolutely. In your, in your uh, playlist on Facebook, or I mean, excuse me, on YouTube, there's going to be something else there for you. Totally. For sure. You're exactly right. I definitely noticed that, that they're just, uh, that, that pivot was on a dime. It was quick. It was, it was just what we needed. And there is a plethora of just wonderful resources, great information. 
workouts that you can follow, good workout advice that is available online. So don't forget that as a, a resource if you're mm-hmm. working out at your home. Now, you, you mentioned um, equipment. A lot of times when we talk about working out at home, we talk about body weight stuff, and, and that's important and, and can be done and should be done. If you had to kind of narrow it down to a couple of pieces of equipment that you could use for your home gym, what are a couple of things that you would recommend people take a serious look at? Uh, I would start with bands. Uh, they're they're so underestimated. And what's funny, even as a as a trainer, I've always had them in my programs, but they were heavy in my programs during yeah. virtual. Um, they're light. They're portable. Cheap shipping. Um, you can tie a knot, close them in the door, so you can do pull motions. Um, so bands would be a great way to add resistance. And there's different. Um, Resistance, so you can get ones with that are lighter weight or heavier weight, and a set of dumbbells and a kettlebell would probably be my top three. A a nice mat or at least some space, Um, and all of them too. You can go outside. That's the other thing too is that we're really trying to encourage people. You know, in Minnesota, we only have so many months where we can go outside. (laughs) But so many many weeks when you can go outside. So many weeks, yeah. But um, but having some fresh air and some sunshine is really important too. It can change your whole energy um, and just get you kind of revived for the day. But yeah, bands, a set of set of dumbbells and a kettlebell would be perfect. And not only that, the bands too, you can loop around your kettlebell, for example, and increase the resistance even more. So I would start with bands and add them to things, and they're really versatile. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about bands, just focusing in on that. Sure. Um, Like you said, you can get different resistance, different weights and things uh, from that standpoint. Isn't there something that's like... um, just like useful and helpful from a band standpoint in the resistance, like as you're reaching the point where you're almost about to fail, that's when it's the heaviest with a band, right? Mm-hmm. And isn't there something that's like research-based good yeah, about that? you're some <laughs> kind of secret band expert. Absolutely. So they, they help you move through full range of motion while keeping constant tension on the muscle. So at the let's say you're doing a bicep curl, you bring your arms up towards you, there's resistance, but you actually have to fight and use the resistance on the way down to have some control. A lot of times they see people kind of like swinging weights up and just letting them drop yeah, down. Yeah, let gravity take care yeah, of it. Yeah, right? but both directions, if you're being a trainer, and we call it eccentric and concentric, are super important. Um, and if you haven't used bands too, like it's kind of a shocker. Um, you'll shake. We were like, what's this? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> because it because it kind of busts you on where you might have been losing tension throughout your range of motion, where now you can't, yeah. can't escape it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I am not a secret band expert. I, <laughs> I don't incorporate them often into my workouts, but I, I have done a little research and I know that there are some great benefits to it. And like what you said, they're light, they're portable. You know, even once this whole thing is over mm-hmm. and we go back to our normal lives of, of, of travel or vacation or whatever it is, you can throw a rubber band a whole gym almost in your in your luggage without it being a a problem and you can get a great workout with them and and again all all that eccentric and concentric uh is important you know it's a great place to start so do you have 
videos on that how to use yeah yeah we have so we have a whole virtual library on our anytime fitness um facebook i I use heavy bands i very much as a trainer i was really concerned because a lot of times at home workouts especially because they're body weight they're very push dominant and really we need more pull pull motions um because we want to stand upright as long as possible then we do push and bands are a great way to make sure that you have that equal or a, a better equation than just doing push-ups all the time. And yeah. I'm Lil, I'm sure you you love to do burpees, right? Oh, Everybody yeah. does. I'm, I'm all over them. <laughs> Everyone's favorite exercise, right? <laughs> well, well, Rachel, thank you once oh, again thank for joining you. us. That's, that's the time that we have today. But uh, we we uh, have enjoyed visiting with you yes. and tapping into your expertise. And I hope we'll be able to have you back sometime. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Awesome. So, Lil, yes. we have a big deadline coming up. Yes, we do. We, um, man, we decided months ago that we were going to just do everything we could to analyze the situation and make the best possible decision for the safety of our volunteers, our athletes, our community. And we are in that, the final stretches right now, yes, analyzing we everything. We're going to make a final announcement on July 31st. And we uh, encourage you to hit up seniorgames.net for registration information as well as the latest information on Mm COVID-19. But watch for that announcement coming out on our Go No Go on July 31st. The dates of the 2020 games are still scheduled for October 5th through the 17th. Mm -hmm. If you have any feedback for us about the show, please shoot us an email at activelife at seniorgames.net. And we want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe to the podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, and write a quick review. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life and Lil today's inspirational thought you ready okay I'm ready stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being positive about what can go right good until next Thursday stay active stay active